Blog Talk Radio. Sagittarius tonight conjunct Mars. There's a little emotionally 
a sort of adventurous, emotionally philosophical, a little bit of a debate energy, something quite strong out there as far as people wanting to get their point across. Uh, Venus is in the ruling sign Libra, and that's nice for relationships. It's good for equality and fairness and balance. Jupiter's retrograde in Gemini, so we've got some good talking going on. Saturn's moving forward in Scorpio also. So um, as we talked about in the last show, you know, we have to prepare for some losses and some things that we're going to need to let go um, within the next year, year and a half Certainly, we're going to see that there are, there are things that we need to shift and transform. That would be a big word for Scorpio. Uranus and Pluto, still in Aries and Capricorn, and that's our dynamic between the individual and the government or the individual and a corporation. It's the struggle that we're all having to maintain our individuality against oppressive forces. And Neptune has finally gone direct, thank God, because it's in a really rough spot in my chart, 0.21 degrees Pisces, right still there at the beginning of Pisces. Anybody who's born in the first few days of Gemini, first few days of Sagittarius, first few days of Virgo, or even the first few days of Pisces, is having a little bit of a confusing time right now, but I want you to know that that's about to lighten up. So we've been having a confusing time, but, um, but you know, that energy is moving out of there. Um, other sort of relational kinds of energies that are going on right now in the chart, you know, pretty good actually. Chiron's moving forward in Pisces also. It's time to again find the compassionate spot especially with uh, lovers or intimate relationships people that you want to connect with and have an emotionally connected experience with and that's your global energy minute. I have somebody in the switchboard I just want to go and see who that is Area code 347 you're on the inside connection Hi good night Hi how are you did you want me to do a reading for you, or have you been holding for a while? Yes, I would love a reading. Oh, okay. So why don't I start off some of the show tonight by reading for you. Have I read for you before? No. I no. Okay, well, let me open up the astrology software, and um, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, get on with the show. Um, what's your name? Chanel. Janelle? Yes. And um what's your um your birthday? Five twenty three, nineteen eighty three. Nineteen eighty three. Three. May the twenty third, nineteen eighty three. Um, Janelle, do you know your um your um your birth time? One twenty seven AM. 1983 a.m. and your birthplace? Um, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Are you calling me from there? Yes, New York. Yeah, I know New York. <laughs> um, I lived in, uh, you know, Manhattan for years, and I was born there. You miss it? <laughs> That's right. So um, let's see. Your um. You're a uh, a Gemini, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. And you know, did you listen to the beginning of the show and hear me say that um, right now there can be some confusion for people who were born in the early part of Perfect. Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, mm-hmm. and Pisces? Did you hear me say yes. that? Yes. That's because Neptune is at the early part of Pisces, and it's square your sun. Square energy is not easy to. Um, you know, work with sometimes, and it can make us feel like we've been betrayed or we've been, you know, at least, um, you know, led led to believe something that's not true, something like that. One of the mm-hmm. big things that's happened in your chart, though, recently is that you've had a Saturn return. So are you in a relationship or did you just let go of one? <laughs> it's kind of still there because we have kids. <laughs> But You're still in it? I'm I'm not in it. You're not no, in it. <laughs> I'm not in it. <laughs> You're not in it, but somebody else wants to be in it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, you know, is is this a part of the disappointment that you've experienced? 
Yes, I had a rough, rough three years, very rough. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you've got Moon in Libra, Pluto in Libra, Saturn in Libra. Uh, For the last two and a half years, Saturn has been in Libra, so it's been very hard for you, especially with relationships and loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I can tell you that some of that is going to lighten up for you. You have a very intense chart, you know, you really do. You have the this really strong polarity between between being a spiritual person and wanting to see the world and then being a communicator. Do you have brothers and sisters? Yes. A brother? I have about uh, both. Brothers. Are you close with them? Oh, the ones on my mother's side, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you're funny and you're good with language, and you know you would be an excellent teacher. But it's the kind of thing where you could really, if you wanted to, you could you could you know um, get a high enough education to actually teach at a higher level. Or do you do any teaching? Do you do any writing? No. No. I have, but I'm. Scatterbrained. Yeah, scatterbrained. Yeah, I just want to let you know that you don't have to be scatterbrained. Mm -hmm. You have some energy where you could focus and where you could actually be a really entertaining and really informative teacher for, you know, kids, obviously, right? Right. Um, Just because you have it in you. To teach your 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 way, you're kind of different. You're kind of unusual. You think outside the box. You're mm-hmm. adventurous. These are the things that are really positive for you and would make you really appreciated in any kind of an environment where you were teaching, or writing, or helping people learn to read and write. Those kinds of things would be really good for you because you're naturally talented at that. In your chart, also, Venus is in Cancer, which makes you kind of maternal. You know, you really like taking care of people. Mm-hmm. Do you have a kid? I have three. Three? Daughter? Yeah. At least one daughter? Yes, yeah, two. Two daughters, yeah. Mm-hmm. In your chart, you have the sign of daughters. So um, that's nice. And, you, you, you know, you're like the mother hen, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You're very protective. If you have a specific question, I'll be happy to answer it for you. I'm working on um, launching a business in the next say around around my birthday, about April. Does it is there certain um is there a certain day and time I could like align myself? Is that like a good time for me to do that? Yeah, okay, that's a good question. You want to launch a business. What's the business? Uh, cosmetics. Okay. Your are you you have your own cosmetic line? Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, you're wanting to launch it in April? Yes, around spring. Yes. Yeah, end of April. April twentieth is an amazing launch day for you. Amazing, really good day. I have to see what day of the week that is, but um, but it's an awesome day as far as just energy. Just looking to see when you're asking me about the future, but future, future, you want to know about months and months from now. April 30th, April 20th, I said. Uh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, nineteen twenty. I would launch it like on you know like on Monday the twenty second of April. Very good energy. Unless you want to launch it on a Saturday, then launch it on the twentieth on a Saturday. Okay. 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 Listen, it was nice of you to hold on for the show, and I appreciate you calling in. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good night, hon. Bye-bye. So 
So I want to talk just a little bit about what is a return and what is that idea. Like we we talk about Saturn returns, and people sometimes in astrology know about that, and sometimes even we talk about solar returns. Maybe people have heard that, but I wanted to just give the definition of what it is and then explain what it is to people because I think it's an I think it actually is a really interesting topic in astrology. So people know a lot about Saturn returns. They've heard that, oh, Saturn return, you know, it's going to come right around the time we turn 29. It also comes again when we turn 58. They're they're pivotal. They're they're huge monumental times of change in our life, Saturn returns. But what does it mean is that Saturn returns to the same spot where it was when you were born. So that's all it really means is it returns to the same spot where it was when you were born. So it takes Saturn a long time, right? It takes 29 and a half years because it takes 29 and a half years for Saturn to go around the sun. It's a long time. But that's one year on Saturn is 29 and a half Earth years. It returns to the same place. And what it does is it magnifies it magnifies the meaning of the planet. So Saturn is about focus and about a certain kind of constriction. Saturn is about things that limit us, but at the same time it's about where we're going to put our energy or how we're going to direct our energy because it's about discipline. So there are a couple of things about the Saturn energy. And when we have a Saturn return, we end up magnifying that level of discipline and focus or for some people limitation that it you know it represents oh god i feel limited by this marriage this job you know 29 and a half years old people go through things where they they um they have to confront a new beginning so it's a, customarily a return is a time of a new beginning. So that 29 and a half time is a tremendous time of a new beginning because it's a new beginning in focus. It's a new beginning in discipline. And if we align with it, if we say like, yes, I'm going to, you know, take a hold of this new time of discipline and um, and focus, then we can actually move forward quite strongly with some of the things that we've really um, made a commitment to doing in a particular lifetime on a much more... Um, I don't want to say superficial, but on a much more recurrent basis, we have something called the solar return, and that's when the sun returns to the same place where it was when you were born. And solar returns happen every year because when the sun returns to the place where it was when you were born, that's your birthday because the sun is, you know, we call it our birthday. The sun is in the same place. We know that if somebody is, say, for instance, like uh, Scorpio, because we're in Scorpio right now, and let's say their birthday is November the 7th, like let's say last week, then the sun was at a certain degree of Scorpio on November the 7th, usually roughly around the same exact day, the sun goes back to Scorpio at the exact same degree. So it's in the exact same spot. And we have a solar return. Again, it represents a new beginning, right? Because it's the beginning of a new year for our age. It's not as, um, say, dramatic as a Saturn return, which only happens a couple of times in a lifetime because it's happening every 29 and a half years. A solar return happens a lot because it happens every year. But yet it's a time of new beginnings because it's a time when we take an opportunity to review our spirit. What's our spirit essence? What is a, what is a big part of who we are and what we're trying to make happen in our lives? That's a big part of the sun. The sun rules um, an energy about our person, our personality, that creates a big direction in the, in the way in which we want to move forward in life. 
So we say like, oh, my, my son is my spirit, you know, my spiritual essence, my core essence, who it is that I want to be in the world. It makes a big statement about my identity. And so on our birthday, we get an opportunity to have a renewed beginning in that. Who do I want to be this year? Where am I headed this year? Where am I going to be this year? And so returns of all kinds represent an opportunity for us to start something new. Sometimes it means we have to give up something old in order to start something new. Sometimes it just means we have to make a commitment to something new or reorient ourselves around a new idea or a new step forward. Always it's about a step forward, right? So there's a lot of good energy in returns. They're very important in astrology. And um, we get a lot of questions about that, about that. And, um, you know, I think it's a very positive thing to, um, you know, be talking about and thinking about. It's how to create a new beginning that's positive, that's moving in the direction of the life that we want. Returns, planetary returns, are an excellent time to do that. So that would be everyone's birthday in general. And you can actually find out the exact time it's not always the, the exact time when you were born. It's usually occurring at some other time of the day. And it's an excellent time to be meditating on what is it that you want to be able to do with a new year. I'm going to go to the switchboard. Hey. 918, area code 918. You're on the inside connection. Hi. So do you need Hi. the time a day that I was born? Say it again. Do I need that? Do you need that? the time a day that I was born? Sometimes I do, yeah. I mean, it depends. Do you have it? Mm-hmm. I sure do. Oh, okay. Well, a woman who comes prepared. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, what's your first name? Angela. Have I ever read for you before? I've had some charts done, but I'm telling you, I've had a hideous, hideous day, and <laughs> the whole week's been that way, and I'm just, I feel a big shift. Do you ever feel a big shift on certain weeks and yeah. certain points in your life? Sure. Angela, tell me what's your birthday. It's 10-18-68. Right. It was at 9.09 p.m. Right. Eastern Standard Time at Memphis, okay. Tennessee. Memphis. Mm-hmm. Okay, Baptist great. Memorial Hospital. My mother Perfect. remembers the room number. I don't. <laughs> it's the same room that Lisa Marie Presley was born in. Gemini rising, and you have the sense of humor to go along with it. <laughs> That's good, because I really needed it today. Yeah. No, I mean, there's there are some heavy things going on in your chart, you know? There's a lot yeah. of energy collecting around your destiny point, and some things with friends are you able to like you know friendship seems like a place that's been difficult for you and at the same time you feel really drawn to making friends has it been hard well, i mean i'm not averse to making new ones and letting old ones go i've been doing that for the last year or so right and that hasn't been difficult for me okay well, I mean, you know, there, there, I, on some level, your chart speaks about you in terms of being very hard on yourself. You know, yes. with Mars in Virgo, Moon in Virgo, Pluto in Virgo, Jupiter in Virgo, lots of self-criticism, cool. perfectionism, all those things that go along with Virgo comes from really probably your dad because it's all in the fourth house. So right. your father, huh? I said, all right, I'm was, listening. Was he tough? Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So we see that. And um, then you've got a lot of Libra, you know, so there's a real need to have relationships around you. But in the fifth house, it's creative relationships. What are you doing with that? Do you have kids? I have two kids. Yeah, is it good? Yeah, I have two children, two children. Yeah, yeah. is it good? That's what I'm asking you. Are you... Are you My older sure? daughter I'm having issues with. She's yeah. going through an identity crisis of major proportions. Okay. So. Okay. Um, yeah. 
So, right, you have Saturn in the fifth house, and it's bringing really strong energy, you know, to the fifth house and kind of a constrictive energy to your to your children and what's going on there with your kids. Not easy for you right now with the with oh, children. No. 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 It's it's breaking me. Yeah. You know, it's about at some level it's it's about feeling like, you know, your children are safe. You know? It's about like trying to it's about trying to let them go and let them have their own path and understand that they're safe. That's one issue, you know, especially for such strong earth signs and also in the second, the fourth house, you're very nurturing, very protective, you worry a lot. It's hard, it's hard. Yeah. My older child. It's hard to talk about it. It's okay. We don't have to get into she's, the details. Just basically, she's transgender, and I live in a part of the country where she could get killed for that. Uh-huh. I'm scared for her. Uh-huh. Right. Well, maybe you can help her move to another part of the country where she won't be so vulnerable. Yeah, I'm looking perhaps California. I don't know if that will happen or not. I'm hoping it shows a move in my chart. How old is she? She's 15. She's young. Uh, She's young. Yeah. Um, You know, you could move, but it could be in connection with a friend or a friendship that you make. Do you have any friends in California? I have someone that talks of marriage, but, you know, I I don't know if it's real or not. Uh Uh-huh. Have you come out and find out? not, Not to talk badly of men, but... You know what people say and what they do sometimes are. Yeah, but have you have you have you come to California then to find out if it's real? Have you tested the waters? Have you pursued it at all? He's supposed to be booking a flight today. He had left a lot of messages today, and I haven't touched base with him. I had a lot of pain, and you know what you got to do, Angela. You got to flush him out. Flush him out. Well, I mean, I just haven't spoken to him yet. He's it's two hours earlier there, so I expect him to call within the next hour. Or so okay, so we'll see. You know. Okay. Well, He's as, a far as, mess, as far yeah. as you know, like your chart and what's going on this week and the shifts that you're having, there there are a lot. But a lot of it is surrounding family and you feeling worried about family. And, um, you know, all I can say is to just have faith and keep the faith that she's going to be safe and she's going to be okay. Do you see that move or that relationship? In, that I would I was tell you to about. pursue the relationship. You know, I would tell you to pursue I mean, I the relationship. Him. That's what Sorry, I feel yeah. like. You know, you have some sudden, some unexpected things, you know, but it's like... Flush it out, like you know. Don't you don't, 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 don't let a fantasy be perpetuated, and you don't have a lot of Pisces or fantasy-driven stuff in your chart. Okay. You know, you're pretty much of a straight shooter, and with the Virgo and the Libra, you really want to know where you stand with someone because you're willing to tell them where you stand. You know, right. you can be very intense, and you're also very intuitive. You have Venus conjunct Neptune and Scorpio, makes you a very intuitive person. So. I'm a Go with your intuition, you know. You don't, like, trust a little bit. Sometimes that Venus and Scorpio can be very untrusting. So I would say, like, you know, break free of some of those issues. And Did you say a, Venus, Scorpio? What Venus and Scorpio. You have that in your natal chart, yeah. What is the, the thing with Scorpio lately? Wasn't there a big shift with Scorpio? Mercury is retrograde in Scorpio, and that's why you're having such a confusing week. That's why it's emotional, then. Very. Well, that explains why I'm very creative, also, of the Mercury in retrograde. For me, I don't think it's such a horrible thing. It can be a very creative time. I think Mercury... It can, but it can be really confusing. And for you, it's your sixth house, so it's about work, and it's about what you do there with people, and it's about the emotional conflicts and stuff like that. Okay. Okay? Well, that that explains a lot. 
What would you say is the most key advice that you could give me? Most key advice I could give you? I'm very emotional, so I'm really trying to hear what you're saying. That was what I was saying from before, you know, learn to trust a little better in the universe and and, and in your own intuition. Okay. All right? All right, well, that sounds good. So trust more in my intuition, and in the universe and God, you know, that whole God is God. put a little con- bit pressure God's on him, in control right? here. God's in control here. It's just an illusion that we think we are. Okay, so then I shouldn't put pressure on him then. I... Oh, I'm confused. No, it's not about putting pressure on the guy in California you're talking about. Yeah. It's not about pressure. It's about fleshing him out, getting to see what his true colors are. Does he really want to put his money where his mouth is? You give me a call back and you let me know. All right? Okay. Okay. All right. Well, well, I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. So I'm going to go to another caller. Hi. 305. Hi. How are you? Nice to Uh, hear you. (laughs) Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I love astrology. I've been studying it since 1968. That's when I first got turned on to it. And you so we were are, talking about the, you, so you have like a little knowledge of astrology. Yeah. Awesome. Do you want me to read your chart? Yeah, because I have major transits going on. Have you ever talked to me before? No. Tell me your name. Eileen. Um, what's the first initial of your last name, Eileen? F. F. Um, your birthday? June twenty eighth, fifty one. Your birth time? Two fifty in the morning, New York. Two fifty AM in Manhattan? Yes. Awesome. I was born in Manhattan too. Nice. Crazy, right? It's a crazy place to be born, it seems. It was very good. (laughs) It was very purposeful. Okay. So, yeah, lots of Pluto, Uranus energy, huh? Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see it. So, for the listening audience, you have Taurus rising. Makes you very Mm -hmm. beautiful and um, very trustworthy. And you have also other layers of that trustworthiness in your chart, which is, you know, the having four planets in the second house, someone with very good values. You're a strongly nurturing woman. Do you have kids? No, I chose no not to. That's fine. So, I mean, mm-hmm. as far as, like, cancer, mercury and cancer, what would you say? What do I do with thing? it? What do you nurture? Art. I'm a painter. Painting. Got it. That's always, awesome. So well, yeah, your moon is in Pisces, so art is a part of the destiny path for you. And that's great. Um, so, you know, you have that Venus-Pluto conjunction in the fourth house in Leo. Mm-hmm. Makes you sort of the queen of the castle. Mm-hmm. And um, sort of, again, like really strong energy, Um, a moon that's almost in Taurus, which really connects with those four planets in Taurus. I would think you can be incredibly stubborn, Eileen. Um, Not as much now as when I was younger. Yeah. Well, because I was finding my way. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there's... There's also a reticence with with all that Taurus. Taurus is very, very committed to its morals and its values. So some of the stubbornness comes from uh, attaching um, like moralistic value system to everything. Well, I I base my life pretty much on um, quality and integrity rather Mm -hmm. than and rather than uh, quantity. So are you in a relationship? Yeah, I've been married for 24 years. Right. So, I mean, because Pluto, Pluto is the ruler of your seventh house, right? So Pluto is operating, like, with oh, the seventh okay. house energy because you have Scorpio on the seventh house cusp. Right. So, um, 
you know, some of what's been going on for you, and I don't know how much of it is financial because you have Pluto in opposition to those planets in the second, and the second rules money. But, um, you know, if there's something going on with finances, with your husband's finances, or with your own personal finances as a result of what's going on for him, it feels very heavy. It feels very intense. It feels in some way kind of almost like destructive for you where you can't hold on, that kind of loss of control, which is very plutonic. And then the Uranian part of it is how sort of things sh suddenly shift. Maybe like you feel like money comes in suddenly, money goes out suddenly. You know, like it, there's, a not, there's a not stable feeling right now in your chart. And that's been my life. <laughs> Yeah. I, I it could be thirty dollars today or three hundred tomorrow. And yeah. I've given into that. I just trust and I have great faith and believe and so um by not being attached but I'm very intuitive so I can I hear. I'm clairsentient, clairaudient. Yeah. And I hear I'm supposed to call here or I follow this link or and then I make business all the time with all those planets in the second house. Right. Um but what's interesting is my solar return, talking about returns, my solar right. return is I got Pluto coming up to my ascendant. Uh-huh. And that's about the transformation of your own individual identity. Right yeah. now you have Jupiter transiting in your first house, but you would think that's about what it is that you want to communicate. Whatever it is that you want to communicate is transforming. Yeah, well, I want to know why... Why? Okay, sometimes, yeah, while well, they're transforming, being a cancer, I can get really sensitive. Uh -huh. you know, and, and certain people, they, I feel like they're really mean to me, and I don't know how I could get over that one. <laughs> you know, like, how they could be cruel. How you get over them being yeah. mean to you? Okay. Well, see, because I'm very generous, and right. I have a lot of friends, and I, I'm very social, and I'm very outgoing, and... And yet sometimes certain people don't have that ability within themselves, so mm -hmm. they try to push me around, you know, and mm -hmm. then I guess that stubbornness comes out or I feel hurt, you know, and that can't say Yeah, no, I see to. that, but it's also moon in the 12th house. Like some of your hurt comes from the fact that you're compassionate. It's not just Cancerian. It's also you have a 12th house moon, so that's like okay. Pisces. Right. Yeah. And that's what I married, a Piscean. So are you also talking about friends that also treat you this way? No. My no. friends are cool. I have so many friends, and right. I even so became a host. Treats, who is it that treats you this way? Uh, my personal relationship. I he's, see. He's, he's, he's ambient dexterous. You know, he's born on a full moon, so sometimes he's coming and going at the same time, and he puts me into a twirl. Yeah, well, Pisces are kind of crazy-making, you know, because they don't themselves really know which direction that they're going in. But, oh, no. But he can't be mean to you. But I feel like also what you need to understand is that's why I brought up the marriage is because Pluto is in opposition to your son. And in the winter and the spring, it's going to be op in opposition to Mercury and Uranus, you know. So you're going to have... Uh, Uranian square because you're the mm -hmm. age for right like and so you feel rebellious and you feel like there's a certain kind of change that you need to yeah. make happen right yeah yeah and you're well, I am communicating myself I'm yeah, I'm coming yeah. out of that shell because his chart and my chart my Saturn is in Virgo right sitting opposite his Mercury okay so I. It's a karmic thing right there with that yeah. Saturn opposite Mercury. Yeah, I mean, the the thing is, though, what I said before, what needs to transform inside of you the way in which Being you're mothering more honest. him? The what did way you say, mothering? You know, huh? Did you say mothering or smothering? Yeah. What did you say? Mothering. Okay, with an M. Yeah, with an M. Okay, so I have to step back. While I was getting those messages, you know, not don't be so filled with detail anymore. Lessen uh, up the detail. Right. And, and don't correct and don't suggest and don't give advice and don't, right. you know, try to it's not what he con. Needs. He just needs for you to understand his pain. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. That's what I needed to hear from you. Okay. To, so that I could get that because... Um, awesome. 
That's what I have to learn not to do to people? Yeah. Listen, please, please feel free to check out my website at lahealer.com, and you can okay. find out more about my work and, um, you know, anybody else you think might benefit from it. And I'm also on the show every Thursday. So okay. I look forward to talking so to you So just repeat that sometime. to me. So I have to get strong within myself so that I don't, don't. offer well, yeah, you have to take care of yourself. See, the, the, the transformation is that you could have a very destructive relationship with your husband at this time if you don't back off a little bit because it's what needs to transform is the way in which you mother people. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, good to talk to you tonight. Thank you so much. Thank You're you. very welcome. Thank have you. Good night. Take care. Okay. Seven eight zero. You're on the inside connection. Hey, it's uh, Jay Cullen. How's it going? Hey, Jay. How are you? How's Canada? Oh, it's it's actually warm. We had lots of snow last week, and it's all kind of melted away. So it's been good. Good. What's going on? What do you want to say? Um, not too much. I was listening to your show. What were you talking about? Actually, I just got in late, so I just wondered what you were talking about. Uh, basically, the show topic has been what was about returns like the idea of planetary returns and how um, they represent cycles of new beginnings. So it's talking about the popular ones like Saturn returns, but I was also talking about solar return, which is when the sun returns to the same spot that it was relative, you know, obviously we're going around the sun, but relative to our point of view, the sun returns to the same spot in the sky roughly around our birthday. Mm. And it represents a time of a new beginning for our, uh, you know, sort of core path. The sun's really a very ego-based part of our, our personality because it's creating the energy of our personal identity and um, like a very strong conscious. It's very masculine in the energy, you know, from a yin-yang point of view. It represents a more masculine, active kind of energy. And so this sort of uh, birth birthday moment, which is also called a solar return in astrology, represents a new beginning for that personal identity. So at, at or around, it can be a, a day before or a day after, um, the sun returns to the same degree that it was at when you were born. And that moment is a time when an old year ends and a new year begins, and it's a new cycle of your own personal identity. And for me, it's sort of, I think, an exciting topic because I like seeing our ability to recreate ourselves even on more than an annual basis, but we certainly have pivotal times when we start new. Mm. Yeah. So it was kind of a conversation about newness and new beginnings and how they're, they're cyclical. They come at times of our lives for all of us at specific ages even. There's a really good book by a woman, I think the last her last name is Sheehy. Sheehy. She wrote a book called Passages, very, very famous book from the seventies, about um these cyclic passages. And she didn't use any astrology language in the book, but the whole book is based on astrological passages, including puberty which is the first Jupiter return, because it takes Jupiter 12 years to go around the sun. So puberty be, puberty begins for most of us right around the time of the first Jupiter return. And Jupiter represents an expansion, and certainly, you know, growing into an adult is an expanded state of, of our, you know, life reality. So that's what the show topic has been about. <laughs> Very astrological. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't have anything for oh, no, <laughs> any chart things. So, but you know, could you look at my chart last time? So, but anyhow. Yeah. So. You've been doing okay. Yeah, doing okay. I got a job interview on a twenty uh, on Wednesday, so I look forward to the answer and consideration on um, tomorrow. Actually. Jay. J. 
Jay what? Jay, your last name starts with an S? Yes. Yeah. No, I'm just looking up your chart, that's all. This is, this is <laughs> Listening to other astrologers like yourself, and you know, I called you last week or so, but it's just this November is interesting. It's just interesting in terms of like the the normal uh, Mercury uh, retrograde is kind of weird. Yeah, it went backwards from Sagittarius into in back into Scorpio, so it has been but, kind of weird, especially also because it crossed your ascendant. So it's going to cross your ascendant three times, Mercury, and that's a lot of communication for you. Your chart is very active right now. You know, it's just it's a very active, high-energy chart. In December, you have Uranus conjunct the Sun. So you have that means that you can just expect a lot of change. Things may come, things may go, things may open up, things may, you know, like the, Uranus rules the third house, so... All kinds of communications are possible for you. Um, in in a way, it's wanting you to get out of whatever the rut is, and you're in Aries, so the rut kind of of your own personal belief systems. Third house is about opinions and beliefs. I think we might have talked about this before, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Um, but it's so strong in your chart that December is going to be a very active month of like change fat like very because it's intense it's going to be stationary retro direct right on your sun so from december right after thanksgiving all the way to the end of the new year ex- expect the unexpected jay <laughs> great it's good though just go you know go with it and grow and allow yourself to get out of the rut you know that's true that's true it's always good to talk to you it was always great talking to you, Ellie. Good, great conversation as usual. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, and I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Yeah. So I have a note in the um, in in I have a note in um, in the uh, in the chat room um, about uh, about uh, Jupiter returns and also about my sun sign. I'm a Scorpio. Um, so just out of curiosity, my chart's available online if you want to see it. It's listed there on one of the pages of lahealer.com or maybe drcraig.com, but I know that it's there. It's visible uh, online. Um, so uh, the, uh, yeah, the, all planets, all the planets return, obviously the outer ones, uh, take a really long time to go around the sun. So interestingly, the Uranian return happens at 84 years old, and it can be very disruptive. I think one of the uh, tremendously interesting things about the Uranian return is what I've noticed, and things like um, the, the some of the dictatorial rulers of the Middle East, like Gaddafi and... Um, and um, Mubarak of Egypt, they were all 84 years old, so they all had this very disruptive, chaotic time when um, when Uranus returned to the place where it was when they were born. Now, because it takes 84 years, there are other parts of the Uranian cycle that we look at, and I have talked about this in other um, you know in other shows that the the midlife crisis that we experience in life where we also become very restless happens at the Uranian opposition when Uranus has gone halfway around the um the sun which happens around 41 or 42 that's a time of tremendous change for people when they um they overthrow their lives if they have things in it that really feel like they're in a rut and they need to make a change so uh, fascinating about the Uranian return. The Neptune return is also something that we never live to really be old enough to experience, but we talk about the Neptune opposition because we are old enough for that. And same with the Pluto return, although when you're talking about countries, right, interestingly, Pluto takes 200 and something years to go around the sun. 
and the United States in the next few years is going to have its Pluto return. So we'll see some really big changes in um, United States social status in the world because um, the United States has Pluto and Capricorn, and Capricorn rules the way in which you're perceived socially. So that's not quite yet, but it's going to be uh, in the next few years. The other smaller planets, like Mars returns. Mars does return to the place where it was when you were born about every two and a half years. Venus and Mercury return to the place where it was when you were born every year. And the moon returns to the place where you were born every month. And there's a certain chart that you can do called a lunar return because every month the moon goes through all 12 signs. And you can look at the lunar return chart to determine your sort of emotional life for a given month and what your emotional life is going to be like. It's not some. It's not work that I do a lot of, lunar returns, but I think they are interesting interesting to look at um, just from an astrology perspective. Mars returns again is about initiative. What actions are we taking in the world? And when we have a Mars return, like I said, every two and a half years, we can determine, okay, what new course of action uh, do I want to take or where should I take um, myself in the next two and a half year period? And that's basically the idea behind returns is that they're magnifying the energy of that planet. So since Jupiter is about expansion, Jupiter is about the way in which we expand and grow, then every 11 and a half to 12 years, we actually expand and grow our sphere of influence. And it begins with that first one at puberty. And then, of course, at 23, uh, there's this, the second one where perhaps we're out of college and again we expand into something new about our identity. It happens again at 35 and then 47, and each time it's a new layer of uh, personal growth and expansion that are opening us up to a greater possibility for ourselves. Jupiter is about pushing back our limits, pushing beyond our limits. Saturn is about recognizing what our limits are and confining ourselves and disciplining ourselves to that particular path. So I want to just check in with my buddy, Mary Lou. Mary Lou, hi, you're on the Inside Connection. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I, I was listening. I couldn't get the stream on the Internet anymore. I saw that. Um. So how are you? I'm good. Today is my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. That's what I call in. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. No, I haven't said it. I'm telling everybody and you because I'm telling you. Oh, I had a phone call, so I had to turn the show down until I got off the phone. Well, it was sort of hence the whole idea of doing a show about the solar return, because today is my solar return. And there's a specific chart you can do called a solar return. And uh, thank you, everybody in the chat room. It's very sweet. I appreciate those well wishes. Um, And um, it's, it's, um, you know... uh, yeah, so there you go. My my birth information. Cool. Um there you go. You have so big now big everyone knows my chart. Um you have so, big to celebrate today? Other than No, you know, I worked all day today. It was a regular Thursday and it's not a year that ends in a zero, so you know, we don't have to do any really big deal about it. <laughs> After the show, though, I'm in Cali. You know, it's only 9 o'clock, so I'm going to go have a nice dinner and then chill out and then go to sleep early. You know, Mary Lou, we got that one-year-old. I know. So he's keeping me busy. Does he sleep through the night? Yes. Because he's a boy, right? He does, but he gets up early. Wow. They all do for years. Get used to it. Oh, I'm someone who gets up early. So, but I got to go to bed early to get up early. Oh. Anyway, so yeah, that's what the show is about. The show is about new beginnings and the way in which planetary cycles create new beginnings for us all. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. So how's art? How's the art world? <laughs> yeah, I'm working on that. Good. I got a long way to go. Good. Um, I'm actually working on a book proposal, so wish me luck. Yes, you know, I mean, come on, we talked about it. It's not, that's not the book. Oh, okay. The concept 
of my experienced friends around me that have been there, done that, and are much higher up the ranks, they say um, you have to go commercial. You have to okay. do a commercial project for commercial reasons. First. With a commercial, with a commercial profitable outcome. Right. Yeah, and my original project does not have that commercial thing. Yeah, to- no, I know. It's real art. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to go so I can sign off on the show, and I will talk to you next time. All right, thanks. You're welcome, hon. Have a great night. You too. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's my good friend and listener from New Orleans, and thanks, Mary Lou, for those well wishes. And um, the people who are in the chat room, and especially to my archive listeners who like to listen to the show, it seems, and I really appreciate and I'm honored to have you uh, also catching me when uh, when it's, you know, obviously hours that are better for you to be listening to the show. You can find me on the Internet at drcraig.com, and if you want to find out more about working with me in person, you can also find out information at lahealer.com. Just mention that you met me on Blog Talk. Tonight, I'm going to leave you with Goodbye to the Blues by Hot Tuna. Everybody have a good night, and I will see you next week on the Inside Connection.
सहा 